0: gentlemen welcome back to a hoops journey feels like it's been a long time since we've sat down with anybody and uh recorded an episode episode 95 coming up feels good to be back though the wi-fi is fuzzy um i couldn't remember how to plug in my mic but we are back in the swing of things and we got a super fun episode so honestly stay with us we've got a uh, a friend of the show with us who's going to join us for the first little bit and we're going to just sort of catch up on this guy's life for the last 365 days he's had a story that uh Probably could go over a couple hours, but probably cut them off because we're also going to bring in another friend of the show uh, and have our uh, first ever draft and do a few drafts tonight, which should be good. Um, Quick check. And before we introduce our guest here, Corbs, how are you living, man? How are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing all right. Working uh, working a lot in the summer and uh, now I'm back in school. Looking forward to just getting back in the swing of things and going back into this podcast.
0: You always like it when I put you on the spot to speak, hey?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's <laughs> right up your fun. alley. <laughs> uh, there's a reason why we're in our roles, you know?
0: <laughs> well, let's bring in our guest for the uh, for the start here. Um, it's kind of fun. I was thinking about the last time we had this guy on, and he had just landed in Orlando and was in the bubble um, literally that day. And today he's just landed in uh, in Utah as he's going to be working alongside, you know, with the Jazz and um, their development teams and stuff. And he's at a whirlwind of a uh, 365 days here between the america cup coaching in australia juggling life as a east coaster what's the other cup i missed i don't know we'll get to it all but we have none other than the man the myth the legend mr scott morrison with us how are you sir Doing good. i think the other cup was a protective cup that i could have used a few times over the last year uh
2: when it felt like life was giving me a, a swift kick doing good doing good yeah I, I was thinking about that today the last time we talked. Um, I just got to the bubble, like you said. It was a it was a wild, wild time in the world. Things have calmed down a little bit, which is nice, and gotten somewhat back to normal. But it was a, a lot of stuffs happened since then, for sure,
0: on and off yeah, the court, for sure. You guys just coming off, which was probably a pretty emotional time. Team Canada rolling, you know, just last week in the tournament there, and you know things going well and looking at hopefully a medal, and then unfortunately not being able to pull out the bronze. And then hopping on, the, you know, however many planes it took you to get here. It must be a, a bit of a roller coaster last 24 hours. Talk about the emotions in the locker room after that tough loss the other day.
2: Yeah, it was tough. I think, um, you know, going into the tournament, I'm not sure we were favored to even make it as far as we did. I like to gamble on non-basketball events, but you see the odds for the basketball events. And we were quite heavy underdogs going into that tournament. And in, in the first couple of games, it was emotional because, you know, you're, it's a short season, but you're basically together with the same people for three weeks. Uh, we were in Victoria for training camp, scrimmage the A team, you could say, because both teams were considered senior teams, but we had kind of the C, maybe the B or the C level guys who were excited for the opportunity and get a chance to develop. We were the youngest team in the tournament. So going from Victoria to Toronto, trained there for a couple of days, uh, and then on to Recife, Bay, Brazil, where ironically, Coach Nurse's wife grew up. Four million people in the city. From what we could tell, a three-mile strip we were safe to walk on. So we, we were on the beach. It was it was kind of nice that way. But like I said, everyone was together for so long; it becomes a close unit. And then you have a chance to make a little bit of history. I mean, the, the America Cup is not overly influential into, you know, qualifications for Olympics or World Cup, but it does impact Olympics or sorry rankings, which then impacts your 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 pool in the Olympics and World Cup and stuff. Eurobasket's the same. I don't think the Americans or the Canadians have the same pride that we're seeing in Euro with guys like Giannis and Luca and, and uh, Jokic and all these other guys battling it out. You know, it's crazy over there. It's fun to watch the final two days ago, Brazil and Argentina, both those teams had their A, a groups there and they were battling sold out arena. That was a pretty cool deal, but we got to catch up in terms of the, the pride, I think, in some of those things, but long story longer, I think the, the emotion for me after that game came from just watching my friend, Nate Mitchell, get his first chance to coach, be a head coach at any level. He's a great coach. Uh, I think he might be the first black coach to coach the senior team ever. He was my first hire when I got the main Red Claws job nine, 10 years ago. And he's obviously you know, climbed the ranks since then. And he brought me on for this, this opportunity. We did the uh, Global Jam together in July as well. And uh it was just a really special thing to be with your friend who you really genuinely root for. And then seeing him, you know, seeing how much it meant to him to be in that role and how hard he worked and what what a great job he did. Um, and start to get some some flowers, so to speak, from Canada basketball and even the world basketball. So I was really happy for him and uh I
0: was proud to be a part of his uh his journey, so to speak. So that was where the most of the emotions came from me. It's pretty fun basketball. I mean, doing this podcast and stuff, you hear so many different stories, but just things like that where like you bring him on and then it's like full circle, full circle, and you're watching him do his thing, you know, and it's like, get out the way. I'm, I'm here to support you, but he's the dog. He's the man. And that's, that's so cool, man. Shout out to uh coach as well. I believe Thursday around three o'clock Pacific, we'll be recording with him. So looking forward to that one too. I know, I know you've been telling me for like a year to get him on. I like, just relax. Okay. <laughs> That's cool, reflection man. So let's get right into it. So, you know, things happen with the Celtics. Obviously, um, I'm not sure if you listened to the JD Jackson episode, but one of the things I took away, he said something to the effect of, like, you know, when you're in the pro coaching business, you kind of are prepared for worst case scenarios, right? Like, it's never something that you want, but in the back of your mind, you're wondering, all right, if this goes this way or that goes that way, right? And so there was some turnover with the Celtics, and then for you, you know, young family. Um, trying to figure out life. and then and Perth comes along. and uh, you know, some interesting things happen there um that we want to get into. So just talk about that process and how that all came about. and and for people that want to work their way up, I mean, Scott, let's be honest, you've you've grinded. you've worked your way through every system possible, um, and nothing's come easy, right? so for for a young coach who goes through that adversity, right? you finally, you know you're on the the Celtic sideline, getting some great experience. and then, you know, some stuff happens and they, there's some turnover. How does one take time to figure out what their next move is?
2: Well, it was tough. I mean, JD's right when, when he said that, but I don't think I was in that mode. I think we, we got really caught by surprise when, when coach Stevens decided to take the president job and change staffs. And as a result, most of us were forced to move on. That was one of those times where I needed the protective cup um that we talked about earlier, I, you know, in the bubble, was kind of like the peak of our little run there in my opinion anyway it was a tough time to be away from family but it was a the best basketball experience I'm ever going to have just like getting into the elevator every morning you know one morning it might be LeBron in the elevator one morning it might be you know whoever Jimmy Butler you know any number of people bolster might be in the weight room with you and just sharing a hotel with the best basketball people in the world not having to worry about COVID at the time because there was no COVID in the bubble and then Just focusing on basketball, no travel, going to the games, coming back, you know, seeing everyone adjust and and make adjustments for the playoffs. It was an incredible time for me in my career. And I think that that's when I started to get a little bit loose with my expectations and um, where I thought life was going. As a coach, you can't get like that. So fast forward a year and a half, you know, we had two Eastern Conference final berths and then had a rough season after the bubble. Got swept by Brooklyn. Ironically, probably the only time Brooklyn was at full strength during their little saga, 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 soap opera. We got them at their peak with all three guys playing healthy, and they got us 4-1. And sure enough, going to the office the day after we got home for a meeting. A little bit of a hint that Danny might might move on. That was kind of a, a rumor on the plane on the way home from Brooklyn that night. But everyone was shocked when Brad came in and said, you know, he's moving up too, and there'd be a new staff. And for someone like me who's only known one team, not a great network. So pretty soon it became apparent that I was out. I was out of Boston. And and to be honest, my wife and I thought we'd be there for 10 years or more um, because we were, we were doing well. And, and Brad is an awesome coach and just assumed that he'd be there. And that's what happens when you assume you get cut off guard. So luckily for us as a family, I still had a year left of my contract. So they were going to have to pay me, but I didn't want to just sit back. I interviewed for the Wizards head coaching job didn't expect to get it but still pretty awesome to do and then all of a sudden could not get a second row job like it was just, it was that extreme man It just goes to show you that how you know how important your network is and how important it is to meet people and invest in relationships something I have to do a lot better of this this time around so anyway i didn't want to sit, sit the year uh, my wife was 8 months pregnant and we already had a almost 2 year old son so you got to give her credit she this job came up in perth it's a league that I've kind of followed. It's a pretty good league. It's English, obviously, and Australia, a nice place. I just mentioned it to her one day when I was, you know, every day we were talking about what jobs were open during that summer. And uh, one day she just said, hey, you know, if you want that job, you can go for it and I'll support you and we'll, we'll go there if you get it. So I called the guy and ironically they just hired a GM who was a Sixers scout that I had known for eight to ten years, Danny Mills, and wasn't too long where I had the job. So that's where all the fun began or lack of. Australia was still... They were trying to do Custard's Last Stand against COVID and um, <laughs> decided to you know keep the thing closed. And
0: yeah, they us, were serious. It
2: took us six weeks to get over there. I was coaching on Zoom every day. The guys were training in Perth. I was getting the practice you know sent to me online. I'd watch it during the day when they were sleeping. And when they get up to do their, their training in the morning over there, it was nighttime in, in Prince Edward Island. And I would do a Zoom of film from the day, day before and talk to the team and then the assistant coaches would go out and run practice. That was about a month or six weeks. I think three times our family was packed up and ready to go, fly out the next day. And in the middle of the night, I get a text or a call saying, no, they rejected this visa or that visa or this part of the trip got rejected. And we just say, okay, next time. Finally we get there. Our daughter was two months, I believe, when we left. Um, or not quite, just under two months. So she was just a little blob, um, which made it easy for her. Uh, our son was about to turn two. Uh, we got to Perth. I remember the the last leg of the flight was Singapore to Perth, a five hour flight. There was seven people on the flight. There it was it was like a massive plane, and there was seven of us on the on the plane. Us us four. Are you another, four? Yeah. <laughs> another family of three. It might have been eight and, and one single guy. So we all got, you know, we landed in Perth. It was like a ghost town. It's like something out of a movie with everyone, you know, hazmat suits and all that kind of stuff. And they put us to a hotel for two weeks. And we had a decent setup. We had adjoining rooms. Uh, adjoining regular hotel rooms. So with two kids, you can imagine two weeks is a long, long stretch. But we got through it and then uh, had a month of like 2018, you know, COVID hadn't touched Perth really um, because they had been so strict. So December we played and then Australia decided to open up Perth, the state that Perth's in Western Australia said, no, we're not going to open up yet. So the league said, okay, you guys got to go on the road. So we lived in Tasmania for a month in January and then lived in Melbourne for a month in February and played all of our road games in a row before we got to go home to Perth in uh, early March. So we got a long stretch at home later, but I think the, the the body blows did us in and we and we struggled to finish with injuries and everything else. I think we finished 16 and 12 and missed the playoffs by one game. So all things considered, it was a decent year and I was proud of the guys, how they rallied, but it was a really challenging thing for everyone to be a part of. And then uh, in the midst of all that, we, we found out that our son Max is autistic. So we kind of had some uh, signs of that going into Australia but then really got him checked out and and found out pretty early on that he most likely was autistic and he had an awesome year. He did great, great daycare, great um, speech therapist that he worked with once a week, but Australia doesn't have a lot of the same resources that the U S has, or even Canada has. So, you know, the team really tried to help us get him set up for the following year, but we just didn't want to risk it. So we said, no, we're going to come home. And uh, when we came home in June, we didn't have a job, but, as luck would have it um coach Hardy Will Hardy who got hired in Utah who's ironically the guy who replaced me in Boston when when they announced that Will Hardy was going to Boston in last last June I said okay that's my job is gone that's my spot so I don't I didn't know Will but obviously we, he worked with some guys that were close to me and um, they recommended me for some position. so he decided to offer me the G League job and he's been great in Utah so far you know involving me in all the stuff the big team is doing and, and sitting down with him and talking about offense and things like that. So I think it's going to be a good situation. And we have our son in at least some program that he wouldn't be able to get in Perth. And uh, we're going to try and get him in some better things too, once we all get down here. So yeah, that was a long, long drawn out story, but it was a, it was a crazy 12 months, uh, very humbling. A lot of lessons were learned and um, I'm, I'm grateful to get another shot at getting back, back to the NBA, hopefully. And, I've learned to be happy with what you have, but also never to take anything for granted. And um, I think that's a good lesson for me. Obviously, guys probably know that already. But you know, I tell—I was telling Nate, Nate Mitchell this this month, like, "Hey, you're you're rolling right now. Like, enjoy it. Keep working, but don't you know take time to to, to really think about you know how far he's come and what he's accomplished and 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 take pride in that while he's working. Because obviously, everyone's going to keep working hard, but you got to enjoy it while you while you're up there.
0: Damn. I mean, thanks for sharing all that. You know, we've talked offline and stuff too. And, you know, your wife, one, just being nuts enough to marry you as one shows her strength. And then to have a couple kids with you shows her strength as well. And then to, you know, to have your son and just know that you've got a, you've got a fighter who's going to advocate like crazy. And so those days when you're on the road are just that much easier. Cause you know, you got someone in your corner and I think coaching life, if you can find that partner, that's willing to put up with everything you know, it can it can make for a good combination. I'm sure you felt that over the last. I mean, always, right? Always, but I mean, just that yeah, last. I'm sort knocking
2: of- on. I'm knocking on Woody. I don't know if you can you can see. <laughs> I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure. If strength is the word she's using right now. It's another word that starts with S. <laughs> but she no, she's the she's the hero in all this for sure. She she didn't know what she was getting into. She she thought she knew what she didn't,
0: and she's she's been awesome. Oh, yeah, a lot. and so. I teach a leadership class at school. And one thing that we always talk about is relationships. And you touched on that. Going back when you were kind of Celtic green, green MBA wise, like, was it because you weren't comfortable making connections? Were you more focused on what you were trying to do? Was it a combination of a few things? I just thought that was good reflection for yourself. And I think it's a huge takeaway, whether you're trying to work your way through the MBA or in life, like it's all about the relationships that you're able to build, I think, through people. Yeah, no, it's, it's becoming more of that it's becoming more who can,
2: you know, get along with the players, who can reach out to them and get connect with them. Uh, I was actually told by two different people that are still in Boston um, this this current summer that hey, like they said to me, you know, hey, you got a new chance now. Your mistake before was not really cultivating these relationships. You did great work, and because I, I said, well, what do you mean? I like, got I did a good job. Like you know, the, you know, Brad moved me up. He he, you know, trusted me, He relied on me for lots of stuff, and we were very successful and they're like, yeah, but that's not really what it's all about anymore. You have to have that, but the relationships is what, you know, people build trust in you and that's what makes them, you know, get over the hump and say, okay, let's bring this guy on staff or let's sign this player or whatever, whoever, whatever your job is. So I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed. Like, Hey, why wouldn't you guys tell me that four years ago, you know, before Mm -hmm. I uh, lost my job and couldn't get another one. And they said, well, we're telling you now. So I also learned from that to be honest with people, like I've had a couple of chances this, this summer to explain to people why they didn't get hired with me or someone else. Cause I, you know, I'm maybe I new some information and I would tell them straight out, like, this is why. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them why I was telling them, I would, I would say, this is what happened to me. You'll get another chance and I'm getting a, a second chance here. So I'm going to do my best to, you know, network better and, and be more uh, proactive with the relationships. Like I, I get along with people, but I kind of would keep to myself when the work day was done. If if one of the players had an event, and kind of invited everyone, like, I wouldn't go. I would just go home and watch film or hang out with my wife or watch TV or whatever I was going to do and not make kind of the extra effort just to be around the team more Just because I figured we were around it a lot. But that's kind of what it takes, especially for some guy from Morrell, PEI, who didn't grow up playing with these guys or didn't play in the NBA where everyone, you know, has a reason to know who I am. So, yeah, I'll try my best to do better with it. I have good relationships with the guys that I worked with, like the Gordon Haywards, the... Chemi is the the bread winemakers, the guys I was assigned to, we were we were cool, but I think in any in any facet of of careers or life, I think it's important to branch out and put yourself in a situation where maybe you're not as comfortable, and you never know when someone can help you out down the road, or or you can help someone else out down the road, and that's like you said, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm sure I'm just guessing, like in in an industry like the NBA too, where it's like how do you do that but also make people feel like you're being authentic too right because you don't want all of a sudden just be some fake guy where it's like you're just (laughs) connecting with every single person in the room so it's like how do I step out of my comfort zone where I'm a little more introverted but also make people feel like I'm not like trying to be like oh by the way I need a job and make that authentic connection right and I think that's a challenge for all of us no for sure
2: the ironic thing was the bubble was the perfect opportunity to do that kind of stuff and um I met some people there and talked to some people, but at the end of the day, I kept uh, my little group and we had our own little routine, but that was a big miss, missed opportunity in that sense because everyone was around and we were one of the last teams standing. So yeah, no, some, something to learn from. And that's what, that's what life is about too, just learning from your, your past. And I'm just glad I worked hard enough that someone
0: uh, recommended me for, for another chance and we'll see what we can do. And when do things get rolling for you? Is it like when your head comes off the pillow tomorrow, do you have a day to sort of just gather yourself and get caught up or like, what, what time zone are you on right now? Anyways, like it's, <laughs> so we left, um, we left, it's, it's Tuesday at eight thirty PM in Utah right now.
2: And we left Brazil Monday at 8 AM Utah time. So I got here about five hours ago, about a 34 hour, 34 hour run right now. The jazz just have open gym. They call it open gym. That's what coach Hardy calls it. Basically encouraging the vets to come back and get treatment and lift and scrimmage and um, there's some guys who will be on the G league team here as well. So tomorrow morning, I'll be, I'll be there and watching the, um, workouts and help them where I can. And I think there's a coaching retreat quote unquote this weekend, which I'm excited for because we didn't have those in Boston. Uh, a lot of teams do it. The, the staff just goes somewhere for a couple of days, talks X's and O's. And I was really excited to get back in time uh, to take part in that because,
0: you know, it's all about learning and hopefully I can contribute 1% to something nice man now have you had timing probably not so i'm just gonna ask you anyways but between perth working with the national team so much and then now going kind of back to nba life like what were your takeaways in terms of brands of basketball did you learn new things about what you're going to apply what's your brain thinking or can you not even think like that right now because you're just so damn exhausted and we want to kill larkins in this draft that we're about to do
2: well i want to kill larkins anytime um (laughs) But no, I, I'm excited, actually. The G League isn't the NBA. Like, There's no, you can't you can't argue that it is or anything like that. It's nice to be, be around both teams, but I'm excited to try some things in the G League. And Coach Hardy and I have talked about this. Like the G League is for, if it's done right, it should be for A, guys in the jazz to be able to go down, have a lot of the similar system, X's and O's, Y's, and play and develop. B, have a good culture of, of work and improving and professionalism where young guys can learn that are there all the time. And also the young guys that come down from the NBA team can kind of immerse themselves and say, okay, these guys are working hard. This is how you be a pro. And then three, I think is try some things maybe that the big team doesn't want to do or isn't ready to do, but let's get some sample size and some numbers on different stuff. So I think the FIBA stuff, I would do a lot of things differently if I was back in Perth. And that's one regret that I don't get a chance to kind of get better. Well, you know, at at that level, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to try and take some things from the FIBA game that are more common and try to, apply them to the G League and see how they t- they take for example offensive rebounding it was way more emphasized in in the NBL in Australia and in FIBA in general I, th- I forget the number right now i have it but i think it's the average team in the NBL was 6 or 7% higher in offensive rebounding rate than the NBA average NBA team so that's a significant amount so more emphasis on offensive rebounding hopefully not at the expense of transition defense that'll be one thing another thing that happens a lot in in FIBA, not so much in the NBA, is just full court, kind of like delay. I call it delay pressure, like your two-two ones, your your half court traps, not overly aggressive, but trying to kill eight seconds of the shot clock and disrupt rhythm. So something like that we can try and do a lot of to see how it affects, you know, the G League level, and then maybe um, Coach Hardy would be, will see something that we're doing that he can apply in future years. That's what we tried to do in in Maine when I was the Red Claws coach with the Celtics G League team. And there were a couple of things that Brad ended up taking to his, his system. So that's a big green flag that you're doing something good. And even if they don't take it, but they're
0: interested in it, so it's good to prove it, prove it wrong too. Yeah, for sure. I like sample size. <laughs> What's uh, how, how quickly is it going to get cold there? Corbs, man, we got to smell a road trip here. You know, not that we're not going to stay at your place or anything. Look, we'll get a hotel. Don't worry about that. We would never put your family through that.
2: Well, I don't have a place yet and you can, you're welcome to stay if we get one. I've been told that it snows a little bit here, but it's not overly cold. It's different. I'm, I'm, I've never li- not lived on the ocean or like close to the ocean. So yeah, this is pretty much as far from the ocean as you can get. The mountains are kind of cool though to look at. I'm not sure what you can do with them. You can't <laughs> swim in them or like bring a boat out there. Or ski? Anything like that, you so. ski? You
0: just snowboard? I don't ski.
2: I don't ski or snowboard. I was yeah, always scared hurt my knees. Me either. So they're just for aesthetic value, I think, is the only thing they, they bring to the table, really.
0: Maybe if one of the glacier melts, you can, like, get a boat up there. but <laughs> 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 That's about all I got for you. Okay, before Larkin stops on here, Kay, is the top five changed at all? Is, is it still Drake and Meth? Like, what's going on? Meth and Red are coming here in mid-November, and they're, like, $98. And I'm not paying $98 to see Meth Man and Red Man. Or am I crazy? You're looking at me like I'm crazy.
2: 98 Canadian?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a
2: think of all the things you're going to spend $98 Canadian on between now and then. It's true. Skip a, skip a meal, skip a couple beers, method, method, man. I'm, I'm, you're never going to talk me off that one. Drake, he's the he's the highest selling artist of all time. Like you can't not put him in the top five. He has a great playlist. He's a, he's a mogul. He's like the LeBron of, of hip hop. Like you can argue that Kobe or Jordan, you know, the old school guys, the old heads will argue that, but like, no, Drake's in there, Method Man's in there. What you listen of to? Do you
0: listen to Drake's most recent album?
2: I don't listen to albums. I listen to like I'm an Apple Music guy, so Essentials. That's what I base it off. If your essentials, you know, keeps me on, then I go back to it, then I'm in like Nate Dog as I as I've
0: been pushing for a few months now. You did hit me with the Nate Dog Essentials, and I was like, Yeah, there's some bangers in here for sure.
2: Now we had a huge argument in Perth at the end of the year. We had a, a team function where they took us on a boat to this island. It was incredible. And the boys got a couple of drinks in them, so like you know, they were loosening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And two of the American guys we had in our team were trying to argue that DMX was top five. And this was I was floored by this statement. I like I have a DMX playlist saved. Sure. He can get he can get things going for sure. Yeah. But it just goes to show you the range of opinions on on things like this. So it's like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, or the top five is in the ear of the beholder, but method man should be in everyone's ear.
0: I mean Meth Man is is he's dope. I just saw Wu Tang this summer. He didn't make it, so if you could talk to him about that, that'd be appreciated. But um, Dmx is not. He's too big, like too Jack. Because all I see him is working out now. I don't. He's he rap anymore. I mean, he's too he's too too
2: big. Like like too celebrity figuratively figuratively. Yeah yeah. I don't know. So the last the last so Nate controlled the music in the locker room. The players would go out. Yeah. Twenty minutes as a staff. Nate would control it. There's a lot of Burner Boy. I don't know if you know Burner Boy. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of, it. like, Afro yeah. beats, which I enjoy, too. And the last day, boys someone's like, real. Nate, what do you want to hear? And he's like, well, whatever Scott wants. let Scott pick. And I went right to Method Man Say with Lauren Hill. The room was jumping. I'll just tell you right now. Mike Meeks was, he's like, I forgot what this song. He was, it was, it's those moments that you... You build your street cred, and mine's 0.1 right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to do our first ever draft on uh, on a hoops journey. We have not done one of these yet, and this will be good and a good way to kick back after the holiday season. Uh, but I'm going to sit back here and let Mr. Scott Morrison introduce our fourth guest this evening. Second guest, fourth person this evening.
2: So it's an honor to be the, the gentleman that uh, introduces this next person. I first met David Larkins in 2003, I believe, when I took over at Lakehead University and Mr. Larkins was the top, if not in salary, at least in quality, uh, sports reporter at the Brandon Sun. Uh, Lakehead frequented Brandon often in the preseason because it was a cheap trip. Shout out to Super so 8. Super 8 Hotel until it burned down, and then they stayed at a different, equally as, as poor hotel. So Larkins and I have a couple mutual friends, um, one of which was Ryan Dudley, who went to Brock, where, where uh, Mr. Larkins also attended school, and Ryan was my assistant coach. So we uh, hit it off immediately, and spent many years uh, um, at Cowboys, I think it was called, in Brandon, and various other establishments, and uh, had a few road trips over the years. Uh, Dave uh, accompanied me on a, a trip to Baltimore one time, Chicago, where we recruited. We got some feeding in, as we like to say, and uh, shared some good stories that we won't we won't share with the with the podcast public. But it's a great pleasure to be sharing the airwaves with him he's a very knowledgeable person in terms of uh, sports as well as canadian basketball his current position which apparently is very um, draining on him is the uh, sports information director at the university of winnipeg after a long career as a media person he now curses the media as he has media day tomorrow and this is the source of his ire without further ado david larkin
0: uh we'll put some applause in there don't worry <clears throat> sorry cut you off it, yeah go ahead edit is uh, ir
2: a word did i get
3: that right
0: yeah it sounded okay. good
2: to me larkins is the wordsmith of the of the group
3: "Ire" is the word thanks fellas appreciate it i have no business being on this podcast uh, the only reason i am is because uh, i know of scotty and mitch and so my honor because there would be no reason ever for me to be on here so You guys have done a really good job with this thing. Kept it going for a long time. Um, And uh, certainly had uh, uh, many greater guests than I. So I'm uh, humbled to be in that company and looking forward to doing whatever the heck this thing is going to be.
0: Yes, man. Well, it's good to see your face, brother, and uh, good introduction. Um, We will not talk about (laughs) what channel were the Bobcat games on. WCGTV. WCGTV, baby. Yes, let's go. Love it. Um, We're good to go. Why is it always a W? What's the
2: W stand for? Why is everything a W?
3: Well, in that case, it's just Westman, like the region of Manitoba that they're in. It's Westman Cable Group, I think, or something it was.
0: Coincidental. Okay. Well, what's WKRP? Like, what's the W that for? That's an American
3: thing. Like, radio stations in the States are W. That I don't know. You might have to Google that one
1: the in the states the w stands for west of the mississippi river
2: Whoa! oh wow big time facts wow now i'm a little more, bit nervous you know. about corbs in the draft here you may have some sleepers he pulled that up on <laughs> laptop number
1: five I, pull, in I, just pulled it out. Yeah. I just pulled it out i'm not I'm i did a, not know that off the dome I i'm remember. actually
0: just okay. impressed that you guys haven't asked whether he's in his dorm room or his bedroom or like what i was his, waiting his, for his that. i was
1: waiting for that
0: All right, we're doing our first ever draft. We're going to do three different drafts tonight. We have three drafts. One is going to be, we are going to pick our all-time Canadian starting five, but two of those players minimum must have not played in the NBA. The second draft we're going to do is another basketball-related draft, and that is all-time NBA players to not make an all-star team. So not make an all-star team. And then our last draft is going to be uh, movie related. I personally didn't pick anything television wise. So if people pick television, that's great. It'll lead to better conversation. But uh, okay, so we got some shakes. So most people did movies. You pick the actor, you get their entire catalog. Um, If you're stuck on an island and you never get to return, you know, you get to pick three. We'll go three actors so that uh, these two guys don't have to be up too late um, and their entire catalog. So the first one we're going to do Corbs did the uh, he did the shakeup he did the random first pick goes to this guy second pick mm-hmm. goes to who Corbs Larkins Larkins okay uh, third pick will be Mr. Morrison and fourth is Corbs so then you know he definitely didn't fix it and then with each draft what we'll do is we'll bump Larkins to go first in the second run and then uh, Scott can go third, uh, first in the third one All right, and it's snake draft. So you go one 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 two one one one. All right, I'm obviously gonna go with all time Canadian team. Um, I thought about going off the script here, um, but with the number one pick, I can't. I can't go off script. You got to go Steve Nash. Um, I'm going to take Mr. Nash. His resume speaks for himself, and we will move on to Mr. Larkins and see what he can pull. If he picks all Westman, this podcast will be folded for the rest of eternity
3: not going to lie. I was hoping Nash would still be there in the second round. I don't know who would be number one. (laughs) I thought maybe you might've just, uh, swung for Todd McCulloch, but, uh, well, I will, I will go into more of my era and also a guy with Laker ties, um, and a, a, uh, Long list of acting credentials as well. Uh, I will take Rick Fox.
2: Good looking man. Wow. Well, I'm going. I'm going with the recent NBA champion. I think he has proved a lot of a lot of his haters at least partially wrong with his defense, with his cutting, finishing. I once coached him as an assistant with U19s. I'm sure he doesn't remember that. It was also in
0: Brazil. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. What a run he had! Awesome to see. Okay, Corbs, two picks for you, man.
1: I know, I know. Hmm. Do you know
0: anyone that played basketball before 1999?
1: (laughs) Only through I can only assure you, it's only through this podcast, and that's the only reason why I know. This is another younger, a younger vintage, I guess. Players, uh, elite scorer, uh, had a really tough injury last season, but you know, uh, hope he comes back nice. Uh, Jamal Murray, first pick of my round, and now we go a couple of different directions here. I'm going to go with my brand, my boy. Shout out to my boy Denz, who'll listen to this.
0: We know who this is.
1: Yes, uh, I have his jersey in my bat in my in my closet. I'm going to go. It's going to be a first-team all-defense guy, Lou Dort.
0: Oh wow, that wasn't
2: who I thought you were going with. Okay, the f- the fifth pick overall. Wow. Yeah, I'm. Really? I'm.
1: My brand is strong.
0: That's not worth getting him on the show. I don't know what is. So you know, right? He'll be listening. Okay, Scott. Every, every,
2: every GM picks out picks out of their heart, right? That's what they do. Well, you guys, you guys messed up by leaving this guy on the board because he's going to be the next All Star of this group. Also, was lucky to be on a staff with him when he was before he went to college. The first thing you tell a young point guard in the pros is to slow down pick and rolls, and this guy slowed down when he was 15, but still capable of a burst. Shea Gilks Alexander, also one of the best dressed players in the NBA, if not the best. That's why Larkins couldn't pick him. <laughs> Solid. This, this, we, we may as well end this end this draft now. I got Shea
3: and Wiggins. So I want to know, are we thinking, uh, cut this, cut this, cut this. Are we putting together like a lineup that we're going to trot out? So I need to maybe have a five and a...
0: That's what I'm doing.
3: That's what I'm doing. It's It's your draft, though, buddy. Do
0: you want to go round
2: Five, six, seven, guys. whatever you want. Yeah, man. Who'd you pick already?
0: Let's listen to me. Rick Fox. Yeah, there you go. Rick Rick Fox. Fox. Yeah, you got the stretch... Three, four, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to play positionless
3: basketball, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah. Um, hey, it's your world because I'm there. There's some off the board options uh, on my list uh, right now, and I, I don't know that if I put them together, it makes the most intimidating lineup ever assembled. But you know what? Let's just you know what? Let's stop mess. We're here to have some fun, right? We're not. Yeah. yeah. Let's have some it fun. Really, and- you're really
0: overthinking this.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, because Barnes came out with a, the all-star of every guy I've coached team, so I don't have well, what
0: that. Is, well, what did you expect? A non-flex? Of course, he's going to flex on you.
3: <laughs> so let's let's <laughs> get weird, and um, I will. I'm going to pick somebody who might not even be the best athlete in his family. That would be his daughter Anna Smrek. And let's go oh with the pride God. of Southern Ontario, former Los Angeles Laker, Mike Smreck.
0: I'm not going to lie. When you said Laker for your first pick, I was like, I thought that's who you're going to go. <laughs> I leaned back so hard. I'm like, he's going to pick Smreck in this with second overall, man. I, I, <laughs> I really thought he, thought, I thought he was going Wiltshire. Yeah. I thought. I thought that
2: I was may, like, will, wow. may as well pick Sam Bowie mm-hmm. and get it over with. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Mike Smreck's daughter, six foot eight. With the University of Wisconsin volleyball team, and wow. Mike Smirk also swam Lake Ontario from Toronto to Niagara or something, or vice wow. versa. So that's serious. None of that has to do with this, but
0: there's some say, random let's have facts some fun. right there. Let's have yeah, some fun. yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first to take uh, a non NBA guy before oh, he goes. Wow, that's off the and back. I f- and I feel like this guy league no. potential today i'm going no i'm going rowan barrett damn it, senior
2: mm-hmm. not many gms would draft senior before junior but let's see where let's see where we're going with this
0: not many gms have two picks mr morrison and with my third pick in this snake draft i will be picking rj barrett wow Just how gave, you like gave, them apples
2: gave rowan the uh Little salary
0: boost there by being the higher pick. I like that. <laughs> Larkins, that's tough. Good picks. Yeah, thank you, sir. Put Mike Spreck a... and Rick Fox. Oh, wow. Your team's oh 0 for five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to play
3: Larkins teams first. I don't, know how many, I don't know
0: how many wins you're getting in Brandon's men's league. So, so you know, so far, but play, anyways,
3: play inside out. Fox Fox wreck in a two man game. But then, well, see again. Going against my feeling of like, let's get weird or let's be true to the true to the game here. All right, let's get weird. <laughs> um, this guy has. Uh, he know has what he's gonna he, do. He has good minutes ahead of him. Oh, oh. There is. Uh, he's going to be a high impact guy. I think he came in to the league with not much, not much uh, fanfare. But he's Sean at the University of Nebraska, and so we we're going to take Delano Banton. Let's get weird. Let's get recently
2: recently named to the uh, All-Tournament team at the America.
3: So I stole,
2: I stole one of Barnes's guys. Bit of a bit of a Swiss yard. Army knife.
3: I like them apples. Does Schmeck's
2: swimming ability make him kind of a? Is he switchable?
3: Long, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: Long. wiry shoulders. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Barnes, you're up.
2: Well, hmm. I'm going to stick with the M- my third NBA guy. I like ball movement. I like shooting. I like skilled bigs. So I'm going Kelly Olynyk at the four or the five. You have to be determined, depending on who else I draft. That's your guy.
3: That's your guy, guy though. Right? You like Kelly Olynyk as a dude. Who doesn't? his he, hey, hat backwards. He eats nap sushi. back Kelly. Yeah. What's not?
0: Who is your first pick, Barnes?
2: Uh, Wiggins, Shea, and Kelly. Wiggins. Wiggins. For some reason, we're still drafting
0: everyone else's teams. (laughs) It's not three on three, man. Mm. Okay, Corbs.
1: I'm going to go with my third NBA guy here. He answers the call every time Canada comes to go call in. I know he gets a lot of flack in our group chat, uh, Mitch, uh, for his play. But I think if you get called to the senior team.
0: However, if he wants to come on the podcast, we'd be happy to have him.
1: I'm not sure who you're thinking, but... Uh, I don't
0: know who it is. I just thought <laughs> to throw that in I'm going to
1: go uh, Corey Joseph.
0: Love Corey Joseph. Never. Great. Love I always Corey thought
2: Corey, Corey was the best in the league, in my opinion, at the time of, of uh, defending Kyrie with his ball pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. Another flex from Coach Morrison.
3: If to be honest here, though, too, it doesn't matter what name came out there, you weren't going to turn them down to be on the podcast.
0: So, oh, 100%. That's 100%. why, yeah. That's why I preempted. We're gonna, whoever exactly. It was. We're just yeah. Just no. Without putting question. it out
1: there, you
3: know.
0: hmm
1: And then for my first uh, non-NBA pick, I'm gonna go someone we, who we had on our pod. Shoot it. Some toughness in the interior. Michael Meeks.
0: Oh wow. Led Team Canada and scoring at the Olympics. There you go. That's good. That's no, not you at all. He,
2: he, Meeks was a bucket, no question.
3: Back to you. So, me again. Yeah. Wow. Four-person draft. You can't lose your order, man. Come on.
2: I, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the order is. My NBA guys are done, so I need two non-NBA. I need a little shooting. So I am going to go with one of the greatest shooters of all time. He once transferred from Winnipeg to Brandon, and Coach Hemmings had no idea he was coming until he showed up at, at uh, training camp, according to Coach Hemmings. Great pick. Um, but the guy could get a bucket and, and play till he was about 65, Joey Vickery.
0: Shout out. Uh, great pick. Well done jealous of that pick and i hate to admit that that's for you guys
3: if i may that when vickery played at brandon i was a young kid and got to watch those teams and that was i loved basketball already but that was what turned me into a university fanatic was watching those guys vickery was unbelievable a couple of the new orleans guys that came up to play for brandon that sort of thing like that was as exciting of basketball i've ever seen in university and yeah that's I, I don't even, I guess that's off the board quote unquote but that's a great pick.
2: I love that you you guys didn't respect my Shea pick but Vickery wins the, the draft.
0: <laughs> well, I was mean, pretty straightforward, right? Like, I mean, I'm looking at the rosters right now. I, I think you're kicking everyone's ass so far, but that's okay. Let's get weird, Larkins. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. I,
3: I'm going to bring it back to a to a, a more grounded level here and take what I think is. I'm surprised because I'm going to go off the NBA here now. There might be some debate on this. I don't believe there should be. But I'm surprised this guy is, is a Canadian non-NBA player is still on the board because he might be, uh, he's one of the greatest Canadian players of all time. I'm taking Eli Pasquale.
0: Yeah, great pick. If I didn't get Nash, you was my first point guard I was going to take.
2: One of maybe five or six guys that have won five CIS titles, U-sport titles. The Scrub Brothers, I believe. Osvaldo Genti.
0: Hey, yeah. Uh, Eli. Maybe someone else from Victoria. Legend. No, I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Okay. Pressure's on here. Okay. I've got three guards. I need someone to muck it up a little bit. I'm out of here after this. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with an up and comer still, but I think some good potential here. He's going to be my four. Especially at the FIBA level, because we're Canada here. I think he can offer us a lot. I'm going to go Chris Boucher. And then I'm going to round off my squad. And I hope this breaks Larkin's heart. At my five, I'm taking Big Toddy Mac. No, oh, no. I can't. I need another not-NBA guy. Yeah, Shit. you can't. Yeah. Oh, Call man, myself this on my own draft. Yeah. Salary cut that, cap cut management. Cut that, cut that. No, got to leave that in. Okay. Well, screw it. Chris is my five. Going Andrew Mavis at the stretch four. My boy. Oh, yeah. Northern Arizona, national team, Olympics, flat-out stroke it. Today's NBA, Coach Morrison's watching him, seeing if he's ready for the G League. That rounds out by five. Mr. Larkins, I thought I was so nice there. I was like, I'm taking this right in his face. Yes. <laughs> you absolutely blew it.
3: Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, um, that was bad. He's the only...
0: I mean, you already have Mike Smrex. So yeah.
3: Not... yeah, I'm good with Smrex. <laughs> He's the only, this might not be surprising whatsoever, but that's the only NBA player I ever played against. So I've got, yeah, yeah. Um, swam against him. I said, Mike, let's. Uh, why don't we just jump in this uh, Lake Ontario here? See if we can make it to <laughs>
0: Toronto. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so I have to go uh, non-NBA as well. There's a few. Ways I can go. I can go get weird. There's a pick I've got. I might need another shooter. I got Fox, Smarak, Banton, Pasquale. No, you know what? I think we're okay there. All right. Let's go with um, the Pride of the East Coast. Guy who committed to our national program year after year after year after year, especially when times were lean and we didn't always have the NBA guys. He was always there. We know of a relative of this man who has a, uh, he's got the maple leaf on his heart. I'm taking Carl English. Ooh. Ooh. Well, you can't, you can't say that guy didn't, you know, put in his time with Canada basketball.
2: No, no, for sure. And he's right. He was right in the cusp. He was one of the best uh, Euro league players when he played solid pick. Not bad at all. Probably can swim too. You're the best swimming team for sure.
3: <laughs> uh, he better. <laughs>
2: Hawaii and Newfoundland, for sure he can swim. Yeah, Him and Samreck out there, it's over. Dynamic. <laughs>
0: okay, last pick. Me? Yeah. You got to go non-NBA.
2: I go non-NBA, four or five. I got Shea, Vickery, Wiggins, and Kelly. I'm going to go with Juan Mendez at the four. Wow. wow. Who, I believe he was 24 and 10 at Niagara and then uh, a few a few strong years overseas. It adds a little toughness to my roster. Let's face it, we're,
0: we have no shortage of buckets on our team, so we're, we should be good once we get a little toughness in there. Just after seeing Wiggins guard in the, in the finals, man. Anyways, good pick. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's good. very good pick. Had a few people after his episode say, like, his game at that time just didn't translate to that day's NBA, but it's a little more mo- his game today would be a lot, stand up a lot more. Nice pick. Well done. I mean,
2: twenty-four and ten. You're at least getting a two-way look this in you know, this day and age. I feel like I'm pumping Barnes's tires way too
0: much here. Anyways, yeah, you are. You are. I yeah, feel like, I feel yeah. like that too. Triangle and two. Your ass. Anyways, Corbs. Two picks, buddy. You got. Uh, you need one non-NBA, one NBA.
1: I already have my. Uh, I'm at four already. I, I've
0: just. Oh, won. who's your fourth? Michael Meeks. Yeah, he's only got one left. Jamal, Corey, Meeks, and Dort. Oh, Dort. Right. Okay. My bad. Last pick, round it out.
3: Three guards.
1: Meeks at the four. I need a big.
2: That Mendez Meeks matchup is going to be a good
0: one.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm the last pick, so I can, I can talk this out loud.
3: Hmm. I can get sure, weird.
0: We, we do have some listeners, so weird. remember, think of the people out yeah, there as well. It's
3: true. <laughs> just, let's just uh, sit in quiet. We don't have yeah. a hard out here, so <laughs> let's you just talk it out for the next hour.
1: <laughs> you know what? This, uh, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm also Screw it. I'm going to get weird too. He is just yeah. just starting his career. Two-time WAC Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, Mitch wow. Durden-Goin, WAC Player of the Year. NCAA Seasons Rebounds Leader. Currently playing at Texas Tech. One of one of our guys. Uh, we got Fardos Amac at the five spot. Wow. I could have gone leave on there. I, could, I was just trying to think of a, of a five.
0: Do you know
3: that is Larkins? Levon Kendall, do I know of who that is? No, Fardas. Uh, very little of. It's going to be a big he gets year a for him. Rebound. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of thing.
2: it's kind of thinking outside the box because he may end up in the NBA, and then Korb's got him cheap. Look at that. You know, as an as an non NBA guy, a little trivia for you, Larkins. What band was Levon Kendall's dad, the guitarist for? Wow. Ooh.
3: Can I ask a couple of yes or no questions? Because sure. I have no clearly, I have no idea. Would it be like a
2: is, think, it, a, is think,
3: it a Canadian band? Yeah, obscure Canadian rock, one-hit wonder.
2: Okay. Oh man, uh, Sandbox. It it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're East Coast and way younger. Making it work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Making
3: it work. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, that's awful. Oh, the nasty on.
0: animal, man. They leave streaks everywhere. Dug in the slugs. Dug in the slugs. Yeah, oh. that would have been a tough one for. To
4: it work,
0: takes little it work, takes a work. Okay, in summary here. Mitch, the Barrett, the Barretts, Steve Nash, Boucher, Andrew Mavis, Morrison, Olinick, Shy, Wiggins, Vickery, Mendez, Larkins, Smreck, Fox, Manton, Pasquale, English. I feel like that's the most, like... You don't know what you're getting. Like We've seen the film, but this could go two ways when the ball goes up. Like This is this could be interesting. Yeah.
3: I feel like I got value Marco in the late
0: try- rounds. I'll say that. He's trying to bring Mark Spitz off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six-man Cor- Spitz, and he's got, he's got Phelps. <sighs> so if Greg Leganis hops in there, I'm out, though. Okay, Corbs, <laughs> Jamal Murray, Corey Joseph, Mike Meeks, Lou Dort, and Fardas. We will get this up on Instagram and we'll see what people think. We want to take a moment and thank our sponsor, Parkside Brewery. Located in the heart of Port Moody on Brewer's Row, Parkside offers an amazing atmosphere with one of the best summer patios around. If you can't make it to the brewery located at 2731 Murray Street, then hit any government retail store and try the Dawn Pilsner, the Dusk Pale Ale, or my favorite, the Dreamboat Hazy IPA. A Hoops Journey promises that the beer at Parkside is much, much, much better than the owner, Sam Payne's streaky jump shot. We hope to see you Parkside. After a brief hiatus, Good Lot Clothing has returned, but under a new location, 3283 Main Street is where they can be found. Name drop A Hoops Journey to get 10% off, any clothing items in store store no longer offers barber, but you can find the best retail around. Thanks to our sponsor, good Lad clothing. And we hope to see you there. All right, round two, we've got David Larkins leading it off. This draft is going to be your best NBA non all-star team of all time. The floor is yours, sir.
3: So I was really in looking through some lists uh, earlier, I, I don't know. You guys maybe felt the same way. I don't know. But how many dudes didn't make it All Star team? And you go, well, he had to, or he had to. There's a lot of dudes um, saying that. I'm going to take the absolute. This, this is a to me. This is the clear number one, and it fulfills uh, my Laker fandom. I'm going to take Lamar Vincent Odom. I don't know if his middle name's Vincent. I don't know <laughs> either.
1: Let's see. Let's find out. I, I'm going to guess no. <laughs> Lamar Joseph Odom, mm. close, same syllables. Yeah. Lamar Odom. Eh?
0: <laughs> All right, hmm. way to blow the number one pick. Anyways, Barnes, yeah, wow. uh, sixth man of the year. My turn. There's lots of them on this list. Yeah, true. This is a, this
2: is a deep. This is a deep draft. Yeah, gonna there's say. lots. I'm going to go off what I had planned and take a, a page out of Corbs' book by picking a future All Star, like he picked a future mm. NBA player in Fardas. And I'm going to pick my guy, Shea, again. Him on two teams.
0: Franchise player. Wow. He flipped the script, hey? That wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't even thinking that way when I made my list.
2: This time next year, won't be able
3: mm-hmm. to take him in this draft.
0: Fair enough. I don't I'm disagree with
3: currently that.
1: Currently not uh, all- start appearance, so Kay. well done.
3: You could have picked a freshman in Duke if you wanted to, I guess. Really. <laughs> I, guess. <laughs> I could have. Like Cliff... <laughs> Cliff Clavin on Jeopardy when I might be dating <laughs> myself here. But he had a
0: one <laughs> season in the NBA year. of Okay, I'm,
1: I'm going to go a little bit, uh, doing, just doing some last minute research here. I'm going to go a little bit off, the, off the, my original plan here. I'm going to go with a Hall of Famer. Did not have a single NBA All-Star appearance because when he got there, he was a little bit past his prime. But when, when he played, everyone said in Europe, disgusting. Um, I'm gonna go with Arvius Sabonis.
3: Oh, that pick. Wow, good pick. Right to it. Big pick. He was on my big yeah. board,
0: yeah, for sure. Same. Oof. Man, there's a lot of options here, boys. Now, are we talking like breadth of a career? Are we talking like their peak years? You know, I don't know, just overall. How like-
1: you- hmm? However, you want to interpret this draft,
0: you know. Okay, figure we could ask the host of the show that question. Yeah, <laughs> Corbs. So <just> yeah, Corbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh I'm going Pacific Northwest and I'm going Jamal Crawford. Mm-hmm. Oh right? wow. Yeah, I'm going Jamal. And then this next pick, I got a real tough time picking because it's going to be a long time before I get another pick here. But I think just to uh just to get under Larkin's skin a bit, I'm gonna go uh Cedric Cornbread Maxwell. Oh wow. 18 and 10 There's in so. the 81 finals. Yeah, you guys are all over this. Uh this draft. It, you cro- you crossing that one off, pal? Yeah. This is, yes. You know. Yeah. How you like them apples there? Uh, hazy IPA. Yeah, looking at you, pay. Larkins. Got the
3: kilter going. There you go. Hmm.
1: I'm hoping this guy will fall. I wonder if I should take this guy now. <sighs>
0: There's so many guys on this list. It's so crazy. many guys.
1: So I'm hoping that I think only Mitch would take this guy, but but I don't, you know, I'm getting to feel you guys get to feel you guys out. Uh, I'm going to go Jalen Rose.
4: What are we going to do, Jim? We got to give the people.
1: What do we give them,
2: though? Give the people
1: what they want. Okay. All right. 20, okay. 21 points a game, 20 points a game.
0: Swagger. Wow, so we've got like, uh, we're one, two, three, four, six picks in, and there's like one guy that was on the top three of every list that I've seen, and no one took him. Interesting.
2: All right. I'm going with a player who would have been an all-star had he not been, had the bad luck of being killed. Drazen Petrovic. Oof. Sorry, bad way to put that. Yeah. averaged 22, I think, his last year. Shot over 40% from three his last two years. He was uh, on his way to start him. And if you ask any fan of European basketball, he was like the goat when he met his untimely
0: demise. So rest in peace. Guy could get a bucket. Put him at the two besides Shea. Crazy story too, right? Didn't he get on the plane except instead of going on the bus with the team and then the plane crashed, right? He was like with the national team. I think that was Buddy that was... Holly, but Oh my god. On <laughs> Once brothers man, the show or the 30 for no, 30. he
3: was a car accident. car accident. He was... cut, Sorry. Accident. Yeah, he drove, they flew. Cut that, cut that, cut that.
0: He drove, they flew. Okay. No, you uh-huh. Keep that, keep that, keep that. We all make mistakes. Like your next pick, Larkin's. Let's go. All right. If this is another <laughs> Lake, if this is another Laker. My god. I know who it is.
3: Okay, well I'm I'm curious obviously we won't let the cat out of the bag. This man wants
2: he won't swam Lake (laughs) Euron. He didn't swim, but he can name all five Ray Lakes.
3: No, I would say uh, Barnes' pick there, that would be like if this was a real uh, pro league draft that we would have maybe tried to make a deal to move up because Drazen was going to be the the pick for me there. Having said that... Yeah, too. So I wanted a shooter there, so I'm not going to obviously get that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at my list that I've compiled, and there's a lot of uh, Lakers. I I feel bad even taking this... Man, that Petrovich deal just really just pulled the rug right out. Is from this Wi-Fi years. cutting
0: out, or is there something happening that I'm not aware of? Dun, 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 boom, All right. Boom. Well, listen
3: i i have I have taken a lot of heat over the years for my i I am a huge fan of this guy. I have him in my top five favorite Lakers. I'm not saying he's top five Lakers. I'm just saying he's top five of my favorite. I've had to defend it repeatedly, but I'm taking Derek Fisher.
2: Didn't think you were going there. I thought you were going somewhere else. Me too. I did too. Especially when you said defend it.
0: That was a pun. Derek Fisher. Wow. Okay. Well, my list is safe. Yep. Me too. You got another one.
3: Derek (laughs) Fisher was also the king of having a toe on the three-point line just knocking down twos from as far away as
0: you could possibly make a two. The worst shot in basketball aim is the long two, bud. You're already out there while you got your toe on the line. Okay, coach, my toe's not on the line on purpose, man. Yeah.
3: All right, well, you know what? We're going to keep getting... I'm going to add to the weird here. This dude, (laughs) I think, has an underrated resume. There was a few years in the 80s, when he was in Chicago, that he was um, a bucket. He was... Yeah, that was a good pick. Athletic. Michael... No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he under-the-radar score. Athletic. A guy that I think nowadays would be on every highlight reel. His highlight reel resume is probably also underrated. Uh, also a former Laker, but he played for almost everybody. I'm taking also rest in peace. Orlando
0: Woolridge.
2: Oh yes. Oh wow. Did, did not think you're going there. You're you're
3: I'm deep in my I'm deep off. in my bag. You're wow, you going somewhere four else. Four
0: times he averaged twenty or more in the mm-hmm. NBA. That's tough. Tough pick. All right. Larkins. He was yeah. a beast. I didn't think that's who it was. Okay.
3: Let's who who who, who did you think I'm did? not gonna say it. I'm uh, not gonna throw I don't. Them say there. Maybe who you I don't yeah, yeah, maybe you don't have him on pick. your
0: list. All right, yeah, I actually had him in my
3: top five. All right, everybody calm down.
2: Who'd you take who's a toll in the line guy?
3: Derek Fisher, Fisher Lamar Derek Odom, Derek Orlando Woolridge.
2: I, I have another I have a different Derek on here. Wow.
4: Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I'm impressed with Larkin's uh Larkins' picks. Who's out whose turn is it? You. It's you. Woo. Okay. I'm gonna go. I need a little size here now. I'm gonna go with um Big Shot Bob, Robert Horry. You guys got seven rings.
3: That's Larkins. That's, that's a great pick if you're uh so you just if, make you're needing, choices. if you're drafting six guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't worry, my first four is going to count for six. After, after we're done here, Corbs.
1: Couple of different directions here. Mitchell way took Jamal Crawford? That's fine. Wow, Orlando Woolridge, great pull. I have to. I don't know who that is. I'm going to have to look that up. Great pull,
2: uh, great pull. He was in Star Wars. He he was. <laughs> he flew the other ship, Han Solo, and him.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: what a long line of uh, clothing stores in the 80s, Woolridge's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was Woolworth's.
1: You know what? I'm going to overdraft this guy. He's probably, you know, for the draft experts out there, not great value, but someone that I love. Um, I love his hustle. I love his defense. Um, the grindfather, father, uh, first team all defense. We got Tony Allen.
2: Wow. grindfather, oh. Is that a new term? Is that your term? i just heard him
1: call. I just want wow. to go uh, to my research on the internet.
0: What they call. Nice, I like it. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I know who my next one's going to be, but I don't know the one after that. I'm going big, smooth. Sam Perkins. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Stretch it out, lefty, flick it a bit. Okay. But now, now it's getting tricky here. I don't know. Do I go? I got Jamal. I think I'm going. Uh, I wanted to go one way, but I think I'm going bit of a glue guy. We'll guard five-time NBA champ, Mr. Ronnie Harper. That's who I thought. Larkin that was gonna be was going
1: that was gonna be my pick after. So
0: Ron Good Harper. Pick. Thank you. Corbs.
1: That that changes things. I feel like I need a guard. I'll take the jet.
0: Jason Terry. Wow. That
3: was like a, that was a sucker punch pick right there, eh? Like you there was no like it just there wasn't a humming or a hawing or a thought. Look, the, it was just like
0: yeah. the amount of <laughs> thinking he's done for every pick. And then he just blurted that out. Yeah. Right.
3: We all thought we could drop our guard there for a minute and pop.
0: I think we lost to have- their AU team by 55 when I was in, going into my senior year. <laughs> I think him and Michael so we're Dickerson were on the same team. Yeah. Wow. A, good squad. And, and uh, Tarek, was it Tarek Brown? Downtown Freddy's kid? Yeah, it wasn't good. Whatever happened Sarah? there. Here we go. Not James Brown. Jump back! You're up, shy lover. Let's go, man. Okay, I'm going. Can't believe he picked that as first pick. That was sneaky, man.
2: This is another sneaky pick. Ooh, probably the best roller, lob catcher in the game right now. Great shot blocker. Can switch onto smaller matchups. Excellent passer at the five spot. Rob Williams of the Celtics. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Didn't he get? Wasn't he hurt in the air? Can't bounces. get hurt in this game. See how he bounces back. <laughs>
2: It's like 2K. He's going to be healthy all season. Petrovic. Petrovic is healthy.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, buddy. Time to round it up. Two picks. You've got Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher, Orlando Woolridge. Should we just say it at the same time? No, I don't think
3: you. Uh, I don't think you know anything you- about what I'm about to do. Are you sticking Laker theme uh, for one of them? Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> See. Because I'll be honest, like when sort of thinking about this earlier today, and let me be very clear to you, I, I put about 10 minutes of thought into it, but during that 10 minutes, I was sort of in the mindset of like like classic. I, I don't know why, but I was just always sure. okay, that's what, that's that's where I was at, and now guys are picking guys in the league and stuff like that. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> we need some uh, we need some defending on the somebody that can guard. Guard guards and guard a little bit on the wing would have been more of a if he played in this era would have shot it a lot more sneaky athleticism wiry later went on to be a WNBA coach Michael Cooper
2: that's who I thought see that's why I thought you're I I thought you're taking him earlier when you said defense
3: yeah wow I figured I could get him late and you're right yeah I didn't have that thought process whatsoever. And then we'll follow it up with this guy had like super longevity to the point of like, you didn't even realize his career went as long as it did. I I mean, I, I certainly didn't Uh, played in three different decades Uh, at the peak of his career in the nineties was handles scoring uh, distribution. uh, And the only way I can introduce this pick, is to uh, quote Staten Island's favorite team, the Wu Tang Clan. Max, Mosley, undivided and slide in, guaranteed. Make, Make them, them jump. jump
0: like Rod Strickland. Wow, that's that's who I I couldn't. I was it was Harper or Strickland for me. Solid. Did you guys watch that docu yet on the uh, on all the guards? I haven't. Yeah, on New York City Maybe? ball. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Wu-Tang reference too. Well done, sir. Well done. If you're going to go like out,
3: I feel like this was, I'm coming into my own here now. I feel yeah. like that was a good, that was a good
0: uh, segment for me from, from Rick Fox and Schmeck to, to now you've come a long way. Like you're, yeah, you're the Can shy of this you, draft. You know, you're going to be an all-star next year for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Can I give you Brent brand Nubian? Then And I quote the first round pick. Why'd the Knicks take Rod Strick <laughs> to counter your pick? <laughs> Didn't uh, they
0: take Mark Jackson the year before?
2: They did. He won Rookie of the Year. Yeah,
0: West
3: Coast fellas, I'm gonna tell this story. Barnes, you've heard Barnes has heard me tell this story multiple times, but there was a moment we were hanging out, and I think it was in the Super Eight when you were in 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 from Lakehead, and I must have been wearing a Steelers jersey or something. We were going out. We're gonna. I was wearing a jersey, and Barnes says to me, uh, "Jay Z told us can't wear jerseys when you're 30." And I said, Jay Z also said, you can't change a player's game in the ninth inning. <laughs> <laughs> keep that. Keep that.
0: Okay. <laughs> don't cut. Don't cut. <laughs> Shy, in Corey, uh, Williams,
1: Williams, Time Lord.
0: Yeah, this is the pick that
2: I. Uh, I'm torn. I'm being, uh, talk through I'm, it. I'm, nice, nice, <laughs> nicely. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, our sports scientist, Phil Coles with the Celtics, went to school with Natalie. I was on a plane with this man yesterday. Flex. He I never met him or talked to him, but I was in awe of him because of what I've heard of, of him. And uh some would say he's the greatest player never to play in the NBA. Oscar. And his name's Oscar Schmidt. Wow, that's a big I'll put flex. from at, okay, at the three. And I felt bad for him on the planes. It was, it, was, it was basically a flying sardine can from is this pick allowed?
1: Let's talk about it. Let's just let's
2: talk Whoa. about it. These are non-NBA I
0: got all-stars. Other picks. I got other picks I can make. I'm just saying. Like... like, I mean, we wouldn't have all picked Oscar Schmidt. I think you just <laughs> want to tell us he was elbowed elbow, to elbow yeah, with Oscar Schmidt. Was. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wasn't. He was. He was in the back. And uh, flex again. Was and flex again. Yeah. Okay. I can pick someone else if you'd like. Voters, I say no good. NBA. Anybody else? Anybody else Whoa. got the heart like I do? Listen, you're gonna regret it. You're gonna regret it. This is a <laughs>
3: If this podcast was run professionally, then we would have had some clear delineation on rules here. Mm-hmm. All I was told mm-hmm. was only only one basketball of us players says, who didn't make NBA All Star games.
0: Only that's not how it was framed. to you. then and whatever deniliation is, I don't know what that means. Okay, but like all time non All Star NBA team. Can I take uh, coffee
3: black? You can take you know pick a player though too. <laughs> <laughs> That's to drink order.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go. That was a that was a uh, semi pro reference. Yes. I'm trying to yeah. trying to blend the next category in. You see? Mm. It's called Murder-y. it's called show business. It's called show business. It's called um,
1: <laughs> a segue.
2: I need a three. I'm gonna pick Tony Kukak, the waiter. Solid. That's Kuka. all right. That's all right. Hey, corpse? Wow.
1: Oh, I thought I'm you guys as, saw
2: I'm not as confident in my team as I was the Canadian the Canadian draft, but I think we can still get a nice little pick and roll combo going with Shay and Rob. And we got Hori and draws in spacing. Tony, transition.
3: That's a seven, that's a seven seed team you've got there. Fortunately, it's a
0: 14 league.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna uh, be my pick. No
0: sucker punch here, Larkins. He's really soaking it in again. Yeah. I
3: got him. I got him on that one.
0: Yeah. This is the
3: that hurt. One. This is that the rope a dope now. <laughs> Just lull everybody, all the listeners to sleep.
1: I'm gonna go Serge Ibaka here.
3: Oh, wow. He was the highest. NBA. The highest
2: uh, views of any NBA uh, rap artist. True. Last week. Last week. Yeah. More than Lillard?
1: More than Lillard.
2: Yep, beat Lillard.
3: Yeah. More than Shaq. Shaq is
2: alladocious, Larkin. though. Larkin's tri- trivia named two groups that Shaq performed, was featured on. Was that?
3: Featured on? Well, he was with the Fushnickens. Yeah, that's one. Did he do like. Uh, I wonder if this is a. If you're trying to get. Sneaky here, did he do like an R&B track with Shai? <laughs> <laughs> That's an honest question. <laughs> S-H-A-I. Yeah, I don't have the other one. Fushnik is well, in...
2: he, he, he was on a track with Biggie. He, he was on a track with Biggie. Oh, I didn't know that. Also, I think Tribe Called Quest
3: was... I was going to... Tribe was right there for me, and I, but I wasn't certain. The Doc, Cammy Rock. I'm I'm outstanding.
0: Okay. uh, I'm going to go a little bit off the board here, but um, career averages of 16 and 8. This guy had a run of 21 and 7, 23, 11, 17 and 9, 18 and 10, 19 and 10, 17 and 9, 21 and 11, 16 and 8. And if you played fantasy hoops, you probably had Al Jefferson on one of your last. picks. Great pick. Great pick. I'm going to go Al Jefferson here for my last. So to round it up. Our first overall pick Larkins, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher, Orlando Woolridge, Michael Cooper, Ooh. Rod Strickland. Solid. That's tough. Scott Morrison. Shy again.
3: <laughs> I don't want a shy guy. I don't want
0: <laughs> Drazen, Robert Ory, Rob Williams, Tony Kukoc. Tough. Okay. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Corbs, Sabonis, Jalen Rose, Tony Allen, Jason Terry, and Abaca. Wow, We're you picked a everyone. random squad. You got a fighting team. We're theme.
1: fighting. We're fighting everyone.
0: I don't He's care. picking the yeah, the UFC teams. Yeah. <laughs> and Mitch, Jamal Crawford, Cedric Maxwell, Sam Perkins, Ron Harper, Al Jefferson to round it out. I could be the winner. That's pretty good. Bounce. Pretty good. I'm going to take a second to thank our newest sponsor ato basketball merchants located directly at the langley event center at 7888 street in building number 120 our boy jeff winslade has a wide variety of the latest gear jerseys sweatpants socks hats fitted doesn't matter a huge shoe rack anything you need if you're a hooper and a hoop head Please stop by the store, show some support and get yourself some fly gear. If anyone wants, I'm a double XL and I'll take that Rex Chapman Hornets in white. Thanks to ATO B-Ball. All right. Last draft of the night. We've got catalogs. Main event. Yes. And the order will be Scott, Korbs, me and Larkins. All right. Wow.
2: I'm not sure I want first pick in this one. I want, I want to. I do, but I think I have a pretty clear cut winner. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The number one pick in the uh so this this draft is basically the three people you pick, you can watch their movies. Anything they appeared in movie wise. Yes. To the end of time. Yeah. Whoever you don't pick, their movies get erased from your memory.
1: That, that's what how I kinda took it.
2: Correct. And in the history of basketball there's been a few consensus number one picks. Patrick Ewing comes to mind, Shaq, and this man is the number one pick of this genre, Al Pacino. Wow, uh, Godfather,
0: man. Scarface.
2: Any more you want to list off?
0: Oh, where do I start?
2: Scent of a Woman, Carlito's Way, Heat, Donnie Brasco.
0: Carlito's Way, so good.
2: Oh, Ocean's 13, if you want to just mix it in there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman. You know, I could go on and on.
0: Any
3: given a we... Sunday, a little sports. Yep. No, of course. Uh, I've got elite. IMDB, too, oh, so That's good. All right. <laughs> <Let's> go. <Huh. laughs> dot com,
2: dot com ndtb it's... what, Jake the Snake DDT,
0: <laughs> this is tough. This is what are we really taking hard. three? We're only drafting three, right?
3: Okay. Yeah,
0: got to go, go big.
3: Like, you know, what, we got a hard out here. We're having a we're having a good run here. Your podcast usually run like four hours as it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do four. We can do four. Yeah, no problem. Whoever you want, I'm winning this one. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna have to put a shot clock on Corb's, but we can do four. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so like, do
3: we
2: want
0: Corb to like, like,
1: explicate as we're thinking here?
0: There's another That's big. Word. There's another big word, Larkins. What, what did that? he say?
3: I didn't know what that was.
2: Explicate. Cor- Corb's like uh, the girl from Frozen,
0: uh, Nemo, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> SpongeBob. Maybe make a movie. <laughs> the girl from Frozen.
1: <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I think there's a. Couple of great options here, just through his entire career. I love most, if not all his movies. Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah, great pick. You knew Hanks was gonna go. It was a question of what rounds and what pick.
1: Couldn't risk it not coming back to me.
2: Corv's name name three movies he's in.
1: Forrest Gump, Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> I Did love you say
0: Polar Express.
1: Not yes. I love
0: oh Polar God. Express. Um oh my... God. I would have accepted Castaway.
2: I would have accepted. Oh,
1: Castaway, Apollo Eleven, Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia.
2: Have you seen that?
1: I have not. No. Big. You got mail.
2: Something to look forward to on the deserted island. Oh, sleep. Oh,
1: sleep, sleep. was in Seattle. That's that's. that's
3: <laughs> when you're done here, Google bosom buddies, and uh, <laughs> get your. T- I, that's not like a. I'm not sewering you here at all. Google bosom buddies. That was. Uh, that's quite bosom. the
1: debut. Um bosom buddies is that yeah, bosom,
3: B-O-S-O-M, buddies. bosom the way
1: the thing the bosom that i'm thinking of kind of bosom yeah
3: yeah that's yeah, a, mm-hmm. yeah. that's bosom buddies one. Is uh, just like hey we're close friends uh,
1: yeah oh i got you oh i got you okay.
3: with uh peter scolari r.i.p the
2: pirates movie where he's not the captain anymore than he was what's that one called
1: uh captain phillips
2: captain phillips
0: yeah no good pick it's all right I thought this would be gone for sure. Maybe I just made the obvious pick, and I mean, Powell, Pacino's solid. Tom Hanks questionable, but I'm going, I'm going Denzel Washington, man.
1: Yeah, that's those
0: good. I mean, what's your favorite Denzel? Remember the Titans always hits home for me. He's awesome and he got game. Um, John Q. He's solid in. Oh yeah, Training Day. Yeah, Training, Training Day is good. Glory. Yeah. What's the one when where he crashes he's the, the plane? Where, yeah, where he's he the plane. Yeah, 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 because he's a mess. Yeah. So there we go. Good pick.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Pick. I had all I had all these guys in my top eight.
0: There we go. It's heating up here, Larkins. Isn't he is, any, is oh, are you gonna pick Rick Fox because he's a Laker or
3: <laughs> Rick Fox. There's uh
2: he was an Oz. If shows were allowed, he had he had Fox because of Oz. <laughs> Young oh, and on the, the
0: Rust. What's the Chevy Chase movie? Isn't he a Laker when he's the undercover guy? Fletch. 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 Uh, mm.
3: <laughs>
0: great movie. Uh, Dr. This, Rosa. This is a
3: documentary about swimming Lake Ontario. Um, <laughs> all right, listen, I confess to you, fellas, before and uh, off camera, as it were, that I don't watch movies. I don't, I've seen, I've seen movies. I said to you, I've seen like nine movies. It's probably more like 12. But what I do want in a movie when I go to them and see them is I want to laugh. I don't really care for speeding cars and explosions and all that. It's not for me. So what I'm doing is I'm going the comedy route and there are few who have as extensive a filmography that will keep me occupied for probably like, if I just play them one after another, will keep me occupied for three weeks straight. Don't do it. And, uh, he started at USC as a uh, sports broadcasting major. Luckily, he got out of that. Went to SNL. Will Ferrell. Yep. Yeah.
2: had him two on my big board.
3: Great
1: pick. Ooh, thank Just you. Hoping he'd come back on the. way. Ooh,
2: he says. I thought I thought you were going to pick Reggie Bush for a second. <laughs> 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 he was only.
3: <laughs> what is, what's th- your favorite uh, Will yeah. Ferrell movie? Yeah, what okay. you got? So yeah. Anchorman certainly number one 1A but The Other Guys is a oh that's my number one that is a sneaky like people don't talk about that movie that movie is hilarious and it's the only movie that could kill off Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock in the first 10 minutes like like what 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 a scene like we're gonna get the two biggest movie stars of the time and pay them however many millions and kill them off in 10 minutes it's great
1: oh fantastic very subtle the other guys is it's just I not agree. it's not over the top but
0: yes solid pick. Great pick i'm having a tough time now with the way you broke that down do i go comedy do i go serious but i feel like i got denzel so i've got you know i've got a nice catalog of some action some good acting and stuff so oh you get two picks actually i was just gonna say it yeah i mean you can cut me off at any time well, I'm
3: to be honest with you, I haven't. Been kind of hoping attention. I was gonna. Oh, yeah. I haven't, been, I haven't yeah. been paying attention at all, so I don't know who's <laughs> doing what. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to save him for later in the draft. I think he'll still be there. Honestly, I wasn't prepared for back-to-back picks. Let's be let's be clear about that. So, what I will say is, I will go with a guy who came on the scene in a mid '90s. Uh, It's a dudes dudes film kind of thing. Guys loved it. It was made. The took about seventy five dollar budget to make it. Uh, They they didn't know that it was going to be as big a hit as it was. That movie is Uh Swingers, and it's Vince Vaughn. Uh,
0: (laughs) That's exactly who I had. Did I swipe that one? Yeah, that's.
3: Oh, it's amazing.
0: Good pick, Vegas baby, Vegas. Watch, I mean, watch Grexky. I'm going to make his head bleed.
3: One of the most quotable movies of all time.
0: Yeah, easily. Oh man, what have you done to me here?
2: I do love Swingers, and I did break out the wallet chain for a year there <laughs> because of Swingers. I, I, I'm not on board with the Vince Vaughn pick. I think he's. I think this is a Sam Bowie pick.
0: <laughs> old school. Yeah, I love old school Wedding Crashers. So that's your. So
2: you have two comedy picks. Larkins is going the comedy route. He's gonna laugh on the island. And what's the what's the <laughs> one where they all go to the island? Couples Retreat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you. Boom. I think you yeah. went. I think you went high, but fair. Okay.
3: Okay. Apparently, he was in swingers Rudy alone. too. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Anything, Anything else? Made. Maid wasn't. Uh, Made didn't do the same numbers as, or didn't have the same impact as Swingers did. Made was the one that him and Favreau kind of tried to follow up on and it just didn't go. Solid pick man. But he's also West Tooth and Anchorman. He's a dodgeball, Starsky and Hutch. Like, what are we doing? Oh here? yeah,
0: dodgeball. Yeah.
2: Sure. What are yeah, we if doing? you could get um curb if you could include curb your enthusiasm.
3: Yeah. Big too.
0: Fred Claws. I don't know what that means. All right. I'm gonna go uh and it's strictly just for, for two movies for me. I'm juggling around, but I got and definitely not anything he's done in the last like eight years. But I gotta go Bobby De Niro, Goodfellas in Bronx Tale for me. Whew, that's that's some top shelf stuff for me. So, I mean, never mind Godfather Part Two, Taxi Driver, but that's uh, I'm going Robert De Niro and he's got some comedy in there too. Yep, no, in
2: turn, the Meet the Fockers. Oh, yeah, Meet the Fockers. Good call, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good mix. If you're going to go to the island, deserted island, you have some classics, some, some comedy.
0: Yeah. First up. Thank you. First thank topic. Lightning like hey. Queen, what do you got?
1: Um, There are several movies of, of my life that mean a lot to me. Um, oh, he's going
0: emo on us.
1: No, no, oh. no. Didn't you try because to
0: start a Disney easily. podcast? Should I, I did try. Yeah, you did try to I start did try. a Disney podcast, yeah.
1: Not necessarily a Disney podcast, just a podcast. But uh you know what? I'm gonna go with Jonah Hill.
3: Oh wow. Good I get wow. I, love the
1: I get jump streets, I get super bad, I get this is the end.
3: That's a good pick. I had him on Superbad. my big board too. Super bad is oh, one of the funniest movies pick.
1: of all time. He just crossed paths with a lot Wolf of Wall Street. He's just crossed paths with a lot of people. And I don't know if there's a bad movie that he's in.
3: Well, you get a mm. wide range of genre there too. Like if you are yeah. stranded, if you're stranded on it, like we're stranded on a desert island, we don't want to laugh. Like, come on. Anyway, uh, but you do get a wide range of stuff.
1: Yeah, but some of these actors, like you just want to see like a movie once. Like, I don't know if sure if she's coming up, but I just want to see a Meryl Streep movie just one time and I'm good. Who? Meryl Streep.
2: She's not getting picked, I'm tell you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. No chance. <laughs> uh, like Meryl, I'm
1: thinking about like, like Meryl Streep, she's such a phony like, baloney. baloney. Like who's that? Which which one of these movies are good? or good hangs? Good hang movies, you know. Yeah,
2: Jonah Hill's a good pick. Uh, Corbs is he's sneaking up in this category. Okay, who's next?
0: You. you, Scott, two picks.
2: Oh God, I got two picks. Mhm. Are we going? Are we going four? We're we going three.
0: We'll go four. We we'll go four. Okay, so we can take okay. all your we can take all your fourth picks we'll
2: while it comes five. back to you. So I'm going. I'm going to take DiCaprio. Okay. DiCaprio's blockbusters only. His 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 range isn't as deep as some of the others with. But- the comedies and so forth, but all his movies are hits. Oh,
0: Larkin's doing
2: research. And he started in the beach, which is where we're at when we watch these movies. Basically the same situation.
0: Oh man, this is a tough yeah. one.
1: You get, uh, you get Inception, Titanic.
2: I will not watch that. You can keep Titanic. I will not watch that on the island. Yeah. So I need some comedy. I have, I have Pacino and DiCaprio. So I have a lot of the greatest movies of all time. I need some comedy I need I need some wow,
4: he's rattled folks. All right.
2: I want you to google Radio Man. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go.
1: He's got a bunch.
3: Why is he homeless?
1: Born trilogy.
0: Choice out of choice, obviously. Shutter. His real item, name is Craig. He, Craig. Does he have a speaking act in these movies, or part, or he does he just? He appears in the movies.
2: He appears in the movies. Google him, you'll see. He has some Spider-Man's, so he gets some 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 Marvel. Is it Marvel? Spider-Man.
1: Spider-Man Three. Oh, both. Oh, both Spider-Man's. Oh, One. Yeah. Spider-Man. yeah.
2: He's in Wall Street. So, in any event, I'm going to take. Um, This guy, he's, he's a very... He's a Swiss Army knife,
0: like Delano Banton. <laughs> what an analogy. Hey, so I put down who?
3: Homeless man? Radio man. Radio man. Is radio man the Delano Banton of the streets? Orbs. Or is Delano Banton the radio man of the NBA? Talk amongst yourselves. In,
2: that's that's his ceiling. That's Delano's ceiling. Radio <laughs> man.
0: up.
1: i I'm not going to risk it here. I'm going to take Matt Damon. I get yep. Good Will Hunting. I get the Born trilogy. There's not many people I would watch be stranded on Mars. Oh my goodness gracious. What's happening right
0: now? Is that Corb's girl- girlfriend? Is that Corp's girlfriend? I, think, I think it might be.
3: <laughs> Sounds
4: like.
3: Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Keep that, keep Just that, keep, activated that, keep, my that. Google. keep that. Keep that, keep that, keep that. <laughs> Theory
2: chooses Matt Damon. He grew he grew potatoes on Mars. Who else can do that?
1: Just not many people can do that.
2: Corb's got a solid catalog. I can't lie. Yeah, no. Looking born, good. born, but, but Radio Man has born too. So
1: that's true. It's Cancel. true. I, I get Cancel to see. Out. I get. We both. I get to see Radio Man. That's how I'm thinking about it.
0: Look close. Don't blink. Okay. <laughs> I'm picking this guy. I, I, I got a couple I want, but I feel like I I got more here. I got I've got White Men Can't Jump. I got New Jack City. I got Mo Betta Blues. And most importantly, I've got Major League, one of the best movies in the history of movies. I've probably seen that movie 300 times. I'm going Wesley Snipes. You may run like me, on... but you hit like <laughs> <laughs> Was not on my
2: big board, but I respect it. Major League, for that alone, was a good pick.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Larkins looks very serious. My turn. Here on the beach. This is the end for you, man.
3: Two more. Yeah, I got two to put a put a nail in this coffin and this thing.
0: Just for the people out there Bruce who said Carter. he doesn't watch movies while we've been drafting, oh. I've heard his his little keyboard tapping away there and then I saw himself go on mute. <laughs> so yeah, we know he's he's into it. He's into it. <laughs> <laughs> um all
3: right. For the next pick we're we're gonna we're gonna go back to comedy route. We're gonna go with a gentleman who most recently has been heralded for his work in a popular, now finished sitcom, but his filmography goes back to the early 80s. He was in National Lampoon's Vacation. He uh, was a co-star or a uh, bit part in Father of the Bride, but then Rocket Ship in the mockumentary genre, Waiting for Guffman, A Mighty Wind, Best in Show, and of course started... In SCTV, the great Eugene Levy.
2: Wow. American Pie. Oh, yeah. American Pie, one of the greatest
3: I got four decades of movies here, so I'm good. If I got to be sitting on this island, I'm good. Okay, you get one more, man. I got to take a sip here real quick. Savor what I just did. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, what you did here with me click, click, clicking was just to make sure I had the right information on what is a sleeper pick but should not be a sleeper pick and i think we should all be ashamed that we are however many picks into this thing and we have not yet selected a female actor oh,
2: I, I have i have one on the uh, on the big board here ready
3: i'll be curious unless, unless you if, take her if i might be swiping i may not shot into everybody's collective uh, consciousness with a best actress award in Fargo, 3 board, billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri in 2017, another best actress uh, can do literally everything. She has won every type of award you can win as an actor. Frances McDormand. That takes in Fargo <laughs> alone. In Fargo alone would win this draft. Oh, that's her, who it is. I had to look it up. In Fargo alone.
0: To... Well, what's the movie she, where she works at like the uh, the Best Buy? Uh oh man, come on, someone help me out here. And she's always creeping on the guy. No. Talking, to my, talking to myself talking to myself's cool. You'll you'll know when you find it. Okay. Like how do I spell that? Francis M-C-D-O-R- come
3: on. Yeah. What are we doing M-A-N-D? here? Listen, guy right. yep.
0: who doesn't watch movies.
3: Well, maybe you should watch more. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to spell her <laughs> name. Jesus. working in Best Buy for crying out loud
2: she had, a, she had a fake accent in Fargo and we're crowning
0: her the next queen come on <laughs> okay is it 40 year old virgin no that is a different
1: no, though that, that is uh not Catherine the same. Keener
0: uh no, same same different but different
1: to, no my god <laughs> you
0: guys same are kidding different.
3: me right now yeah. well, well, but
1: don't say you guys well you're wrong right. okay
3: and I can't remember. I'm looking. Katherine Keener plays the woman that Steve Carell is infatuated with. Yes. The one working in Best Buy is Jane Lynch. Yes. From a final version. Yes. For for <laughs> the can... record, neither one of those are Francis McDormand, or even have the same initials or sound like Francis McDormand. I don't know I where see, we. I don't know where we're going here.
1: I can see the Jane Lynch. I can I, I can kind of understand it.
0: Thank you, Corbin. Okay. Thank you very much.
1: Just in terms of just just in terms of physical look, just the looks. Wow. They both like look. Thank like... you.
3: Twenty twenty two, fellas. Okay, let's. Uh...
2: Eugene Levy was a was a sneaky good pick. Francis McDormand, <laughs> going first of all female <laughs> actors is yeah atrocious.
3: I'm not going to spend podcast time going over the extensive filmography. That goes all the way back to Mississippi Burning, which was, an, I believe, itself an Academy Award, at least nominee. Four decades of, of movies. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're, you, you're going
2: gonna, for the longevity picks.
3: I'm going for she's a lot of every movies. award you could possibly win.
2: I'm on the island. I'd rather watch as many movies as possible without repeating as opposed to watching some good movies twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. I'm gonna, For I'm gonna. Sorry, sorry. Go. Could
3: only give you four decades of movies. I, my my bad. That's not. That's a me. That's a
0: me problem. I'm, I'm gonna back cut here, but uh, kind of riding the tails of the stolen pick from Larkins. I'm going John Favreau, and I know you're th- you're just thinking Swingers, and I see I see Barnes. I see you shaking oh, your head. Oh wow! Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Lion King, Swingers, Elf, Couples Retreat.
2: We um, already have that, though. Rudy. You already have that, or who? The Wolf of I Wall do.
0: Street. Larkin has it. Wolf of Wall Street. Made
3: four Christmases. No, he's trying to talk himself into it now. He realizes no, no, as he's going dude, through the list.
2: He's, he's, he's not not picking sure. John Favreau over. I, I,
0: but I have so many. I have many. Denzel. I have De Niro Tom and Cruz, I have Wesley.
2: Morgan Freeman. Johnny Depp.
0: John D- Favreau. The M- Mount Rushmore. Me and. <laughs> Me and Morgan, listen, we want well rounded here. Me and Morgan, I, I had a tough time because of Shawshank, but I just uh I went I went let's get weird. I the last pick of my night, I went let's get weird. I went let's, with Larkins. Yeah, I appreciate okay? that. Thank appreciate you. That. Thank you. It's not for everyone, but
1: mm. safe to say that he wasn't on my board.
0: I mean, neither was Radio Man. So
1: <laughs>
3: See, that's also that is also true. Radio Man can't Radio Man's that. been in
0: some stuff though. Shit. I said the Giannis.
3: Right. So so Barnes is going super literal on this like hey yeah. if i just got a guy that's in 100 <laughs> movies that i like it doesn't yeah. matter what he does
0: in them right <laughs> yeah well, i like it mean, though i like when it when he yeah. when when Barnes is on his island and turns on his catalog it's like you got to scroll for days just to see them all cuz right. radio man right yeah you might as well just pick radio man number 1 k corps well i did not know pick him so i let him skate
3: it's weird that you did take him though like you could have just left him for the last pick
2: well I'm setting up my, my last. I knew my, I knew what my last pick's gonna be.
0: He's gonna go female. Corbs, what do you got?
1: So many good actors left on the board here, but
0: there's a lot left. This is this is a there's so many stack draft.
1: Yeah. It's just hard. Francis McDermott. Eugene Levy was on my board. No no
0: Francis McDermott
2: and Eugene Levy. <laughs> yeah. takes picks <laughs> that never
1: I love that Will Ferrell pick, though. That's a, that's a great pick. A I'll guy. tell
3: you what. You know what my team's going to resonate with? People who have read a book for once in their life. <laughs> that's who's going to like my team. Toe
0: on the line, man. Wow. Toe on the line.
3: Toe on the line. Why
0: did you pick? Why yeah. do you just draft
2: Shakespeare then?
1: <laughs> you had Romeo
2: just, and Juliet, just the Laureate, man. Macbeth. It wasn't up there. Hamlet. Those books there. are, are those King books and I plays, not, not well read. I don't know. More of a podcast guy.
3: Is that Bill <laughs> Shakespeare?
1: <laughs> pick, uh, big <laughs> orbs. So, this is my island, and I love
0: why. You know, so, so, you cool. know, it's going to be a bad pick when you start with that, hey? Yeah.
1: But I like to, I like to dig deep into like the, the classics and, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. My, in my top five. Uh, Casablanca. I'm going to take uh, Humphrey Bogart.
2: Get out of here. Oh my God. Get out of here. Wow. What are we doing? (laughs) Oh my God. The Maltese
1: Falcon. Do I I even need to write
2: that down? Were they movies or were they carvings on the side of the cave?
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy had Tom Hanks, Jonah Hill, and Matt Damon, and he finishes with that. Wow. Humphrey Bogart.
3: Well. If a hoops journey has anybody in their 90s, then you're going to get serious <laughs> votes on
0: Instagram. Charlie Chaplin must have failed his physical.
4: <laughs>
0: like the late he second was on my round list. pick, the flyer who doesn't pan out. We can just cut him. Yeah, yeah. nice. You know what I wow. like in
3: a movie? Ones where there's no sound. <laughs> and I've got to read <laughs> yeah. what they're saying.
2: I'm taking Chaplin just in, in case gossip. the island's very loud. You can't hear the movie.
1: I'm talking 1930s and like already's not uh, 1800s.
2: Does the island have a
3: projector?
1: I think so. Yeah, it does. It does. Oh,
3: man. Chat the Upset. podcast. Let's Upset. get together Upset. and watch pick the great week. train robbery. <laughs> <Get together>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my
1: God. Well, that's why you're not on my land island, are you? Uh, well,
0: you knew he got yeah, defensive off the bat, right? With the It's yeah. My Island. I was like, <laughs> and I'll pick Humphrey if I Humphrey want Bogart. to. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Wow.
3: But I don't think even any of us saw that coming. Ooh. No. Even oh. with that caveat to
0: start. Wow. Yep, just going to have a sip here because I got nothing else to say to that pick. All right. <laughs> That's, uh, wow. Just lost yeah. the whole draft right there. Wow. At least Larkin started with Mike Schmreck.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I set the tone right away with, for what yeah. I was
0: trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, buddy, bring All us right. home. Who's
3: picking it? Who's bring
2: pick us home. Is it? it? Yeah. Is it? Well, let's just, let's just name some people that weren't picked. Morgan Freeman. Unreal. Will Smith. No. Brad, Get Brad Pitt. Get out of here. Will With Smith. Will Smith. No, not Will Smith. Not Brad Will Smith. Pitt. Pitt. Brad Tepard. Pitt. There's a lot of the podcast. Brad, Brad Pitt. Tom Cruise. Robin Williams. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Samuel Still sitting Jackson. in the
3: green room. Still sitting in the green room waiting for...
2: Unreal. Johnny Depp and Mark Wahlberg and Tom Cruise
0: and Brad Pitt should be picked. Harrison Ford. Jack Nicholson. Robert Downey Jr. Clint Eastwood.
2: Meanwhile, we're picking Humphrey Bogart and Francis... <laughs> Whoever.
0: Francis underline
2: <laughs> Francis Beltline from,
0: from Cars 2. Cars three.
3: Cars three. Somebody's got kids. Somebody's got kids. Yeah. 6th, Francis Beltline.
2: <laughs> well, it's my island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rounding my team out, my my cast with Halle Berry. And don't she's say in it. Some Oscar winning Oscar winning movies. Like Monsters Ball. Yeah. Okay. She's in, yeah. she's in some action, like like James Bond. She's in some Marvel superheroes type stuff, like X-Men and Catwoman. A little bit of everything. So I feel like my squad has the most hits, the biggest library, thanks to Radio Man, and the biggest epic films, thanks to Leo and Al Pacino. Case closed.
0: Um I got nothing. I got, I got uh, nothing. Yeah, no, I. I'm I, I feel like that I last muted. period was for one reason, and and one, one last pick was for one reason, and yeah. And, uh, yeah.
3: Cut that. Cut that. Cut that.
4: Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, In review, uh...
3: <laughs> I will say one thing. I, I think uh,
2: I had. I came prepared to the draft. I came into this draft prepared. All three drafts. You cannot knock my preparation.
3: Can okay. I also Barnes earlier uh, threw out some names that were not called, uh, all valid. Some I would also say Eddie Murphy was not called.
0: He was on my list.
3: Sandler was not called.
0: Yeah, I almost
3: terrible. went. I almost went Ray Liotta.
2: <laughs> R.I.P. That, that's that's solid. R.I.P.
3: And also I John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley was almost McNulty in the Wire. True story. Really. Yeah, I should have hit Orbs, Barnes. Have it's you seen the wire? There. Some I
2: have
1: not seen the wire.
2: Larkins, you're aware of these it took people? Me a lot, lot of years.
3: Eugene Levy and Francis they, Man, Four decades.
0: Sneaky pick too for me would have been Ed Norton. Big Ed Norton guy. Here. American American History X. Solid rounders. Movie. Rounders. Ocean something. No, I don't know. So in review here,
3: Chris Barley, too. Chris Barley. draft
0: order. Scott Morrison at Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio. Radio Man, and Halle Burry. A.K.A. Giannis of this draft. <laughs> 16th pick, best where Warps, Warps came out hot. He had Tom Hanks, Jonah Hill, Matt Damon, and then left the fifth assistant to draft while he went to the bar, and he picked Humphrey Bogart.
1: I stand this. by it.
0: I picked Denzel, De Niro, Wesley Snipes, and I can't lie, my John Favreau picked Sucked but uh, he is in quite a few movies and that's what really caught my eye while I was searching on my phone. But now that we've listed all the people that didn't get selected, if I could do it again, I would go back. Larkins really, really pigeonholed himself, but picked some, <laughs> pick some good people. But you know, if you know, there's only a few people that, you know, are going to vote his way based on uh, who he went with. Although <laughs> he had Will Ferrell, which, which got the crowd to its feet right off the bat. Vince Vaughn was a, a stolen pick, but well done. Uh, We were thinking the same. Eugene, Eugene Levy, just you knew he'd have some random. Let's get weird. I mean, to him, there's nothing weird about that, though. Correct, David.
3: There is nothing weird about that. It's insane to me that you think it's weird that you think it's weird.
0: And then we have Francis McDermott.
2: Outline
3: <laughs> Fargo alone. Watch Fargo. Get like. First well, I've off, seen it. first off, I've
2: seen the series and the movie.
3: All right. Well, everybody, grow up. How about that? Let me do that first. <laughs> yeah, read
0: a read a book. Read a Humphrey book. Humphrey Bogart, man, grow up, man. Jesus. For instance, Any, uh...
3: I'm reading a book right now. It's about the Final Four. But whatever, read read a book.
0: Humble brag, humble brag,
3: humble brag.
0: Any last thoughts or Larkins? Well, we've got you here. Would you like to give us your uh, top five rappers of all time? Yes.
3: Why are we doing? This? Why would we spend so much time on? We should have been doing this. This, I mean, oh, number one, uh, Black Thought. God, this is tough. Two... better not say
0: Shad at two, man. Big Shad guy. He's pretending, He's pretending like he right doesn't right know his now. list. You yeah. know exactly who your list is.
3: <laughs> don't. I don't. It changes a lot. I would go Sean Price. I, let's, if it's not ranked, I'm just going to give you five names. Please do. Black Thought is the one, though. Uh, Sean Price. Uh, MF Doom.
2: From the video game?
3: If that helps you. It's just going to bug me afterwards because I'm going to go like, well, I should have uh, said him. I, yeah, I still go uh, Big L, and um, I'll go Big E, too. That's There's only five. four. That's five. Isn't oh, wow. It? Big L, Big E, Black Thought, MF Doom. MF Doom. Dang it. Ugh, this is... this is this That is, was five. I thought it was five. Four of those guys are your co-workers because they haven't sold enough albums to... Right. Well, and then this is job. the eternal battle that Barnes and I have. He thinks that you have to sell billions of records to be a good rapper... I say hip hop is not on the radio. Shame. I even have a teacher. shame on
2: me for thinking that people have to like your music to be considered the top five. Shame right, on me. But that's
3: ins- Come <laughs> on, man. Mitch, you want to jump in here? Like, modify your um, podcast. I'm
0: enjoying this.
3: But we all, like, by that token, the Backstreet Boys are the greatest band of the 90s. Talk to them. So, well,
2: they, they sold not? a lot. Are really not. Who's better? Metallica. Love
0: Metallica. It's Another been a Seinfeld long night. Reference there. He's he's had thirty five hours of travel, lark. So you got to give him a bit of a break here. You know. I know who's signing by off this, on, by on this these comments. Though, Humphrey
2: too. Bogart is the greatest actor of all time
0: because one person likes him.
3: This podcast has derailed. Any was Bogart, last thoughts? Was Bogart before? in the uh, Any... <laughs> old school. Was he in the frat? The Barnes knew of of the early 2000s would not have put Drake as his number one rapper of all time. Something changed in you.
2: I didn't say he was number one. I said he's top five. He's the highest grossing selling actor of all time. Or rapper, excuse me.
0: Actor, exactly. Yeah. You
2: nailed it. He's been in Degrassi.
3: (laughs) And I don't care. When I listen to what he raps, it's, as the kids say, Whack. I don't they used think the can say, say, say that. They'd say, they used
2: to Yeah, they used, they used to say, say that. that. Yeah.
0: They might know, say cap. That's yeah. cap. That's cap. Yeah. Larkin's
3: list is cap. <laughs> I don't think that's how they use it anymore. Anyway. I'm
0: down with it. Oh, yeah. you said Sean Price, too. Yeah. Sean, five. Price. yeah. Five. Sean Price. Yeah. Sean Price. Yeah, fine. Sean Price is using some mic devices. I'll give you Mark Price. Oh. Great read free throw shooter.
3: Barnes, read a book. Read a book, Pop.
0: <laughs> Send him a Shea Serrano book. Yeah, that'll get them going. Episode 95, gentlemen. Thanks for being with us. This was a big way to uh, kick things off again. You know, we've been off for like what feels forever, six weeks or so. So it was fun to sit down and chop it up with you guys. Any last thoughts? We'll let, uh, we'll let the voters vote when this comes out. I don't know when Corvus is going to do his editing magic, but uh, we'll see who the overall draft winner is. I'm going to say early front runner would be myself, probably. And uh, we'll, we'll see how the rest goes. But any less thoughts or opinions or things that you want to say before we let you go? Thanks for being with us. We do appreciate it. Barnes, I'll, I'll give you the first honour there. No, I'm sure no one's still listening. But uh, if anyone is
2: appreciate you guys doing the podcast like like larkin said at the start it was a cool idea when you guys did it and uh to see it be sustained for this long is is uh awesome and uh giving a platform to a lot of great canadian um basketball influencers is uh is a cool
0: thing so keep it up and appreciate you we'll record that parkside episode or uh commercial later or what i thought you were gonna do one parkside brewery where you can get a fresh pint and get your hair cut at the same time. <laughs> And buy a pair of pants in the back. He makes one of my voice squirms. He no, thinks I just like no, drop it down to like some sexy voice. Nothing beats you a don't.
2: Parkside brew
0: except for the owner's jump shot. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Mr. Larkins. All jokes aside, uh, man, this was awesome. I'm, I'm glad I was invited on. Again, I didn't think I have any place here, but I'm glad that you guys thought that I did. Would love to do this idea again, basically, because I need the exposure. So if we do it every month. That'd be great. <laughs> and, uh,
2: Said Francis.
3: Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, I will say this. Uh, Scott Morrison is where he is, and he's had a nice long career in coaching, and he started in uh, Canada at university sport level. I am a huge fan of university sport. So anybody listening here, let support them while they're here, uh, the talent coaching and athletically that we have support our university product here up North of the border, uh, because we churn out quite a bit of talent and, uh, saying that westman.ca go check out the Westman.
0: Good plug, good plug for yourself. And we appreciate all you do for sport, man. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I I wish we had that same pride in kind of the university sport, like they do in the States. Obviously it's never going to be the same level, but to actually like Rock gear and have it mean more than just like I got this for half price at the bookstore. Like, whatever those colors and whatever it says on the front is like something that gives you pride because you know university is a part of your life. It's a big part of your life and it's a fun part of your life. And uh, I think getting involved and, and going to events just makes that experience that much richer. So we appreciate you and all you do for sport, man. I'm running around, probably not getting paid what you should. Probably have to deal with more people that you don't want to deal with but uh you've been doing it for a long time man and we appreciate you and it was fun to have you on because this is like a throwback for me man so we do do appreciate you being with us dude thanks mitch scotty continued success man i think you're just a shining example like lark said of just sort of continued perseverance hard work someone who's willing to put their head down take the job that maybe nobody wants suck it up and and uh develop relationships right my man and uh We'll be watching from afar. We wish you success this year. Hopefully your family gets in all settled, um, comfortable, and uh, we wish you and your family and especially your little guy as he gets settled into his thing, you guys as a family unit sort of uh, figure things out, man, because that's the most important and then the coaching comes second and uh, providing for your family. So get those X's and O's down, get some dubs, and uh, we'll be b- watching, man. Can't wait to have you on uh, for uh, part three.
2: Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome. Uh- Really had fun hanging out with you guys, man. Even if no one else enjoyed it, I, I really did. And uh, side note Eugene Levy played for McMaster, U Sports Connection.
0: Wow. And on that note, well, he went there. In- he went there. I'm not sure he played there. I'm <laughs> making that part up. He went there. If you are still listening, thank you. It means a lot. Um, if you aren't, hopefully you at least hit download to give us the credit for it. But this was super fun. And, it, and like I mentioned, a good way to get it going. Corbs, you're the man. Excited for us to uh, get in the regular episodes going and uh, sharing stories of some great people. We will see you on the next episode.
1: Thank you for supporting A Hoop's Journey. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can find us on social media at A Hoop's Journey and on our website, AhoopsJourney.com. Thank you to our guests, Scott Morrison and David Larkins. Thank you to our sponsors, ATO Basketball Merchants, Parkside Brewery, and Good Lad Clothing. And we'll see you on the next episode.
0: We're already going to have like five commercials. We just gave Parkside Brewery and Good Lad Clothing and ATO Basketball. See you on the next episode. I saw
2: a guy in Toronto wearing a Parkside Brewery shirt. I forgot to tell you that. I should have texted you right in the moment. I, I said, I'll text him after and I forgot. He can't take it this, dude. You said, just Park- pull your- I said, my shirt's Parkside
4: Brewery. <laughs>